This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Regardless, the report is now here. It has dropped and it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It is regardless devastating to the FBI and to a degree it does exonerate Donald Trump. This guy was a longest serving special counsel four years and the report offers us no new charges, no new revelations, not even new suggested rules for the FBI. I mean, they were so horrible. He didn't even suggest any new rules. He also had investigations into political matters that he he ended up offering no advice on. Just more bad writing and more Bush League posturing to Trumpers. And really, he actually relitigated cases that he lost in front of the juries that he faced over the last four years. Not any convictions. Is another sad, pathetic attempt to make suckers. And we remember this because we showed their headlines. He wanted to make suckers of pro-Trump cable news hosts and right-wing newspapers that already get burned peddling his lies before. And what was his goal? His goal was to, tra- was to trash premier law enforcement organizations in America and attack the men and women who serve every day at the Department of Justice. The only good news is at least his four-year taxpayer-funded boondoggle that was funded by working Americans paying him to walk through the fevered swamps of Trumpism is over. And Durham has nothing but a tarnished reputation to show for it. 16 uh, May, the year of our Lord, 2023. It is Tuesday. We're going to get into all this. Remember the war against the administrative state. And I say this as a combatant in this. Um, and uh, I, <clears throat> I believe that I was uh, forced to, uh, by subpoena, and of course, uh, the pre- then President of the United States, uh, President Trump, in his first term, signed off on it, on the uh, giving a testimony to Mueller. But I, I spent more time in these investigations, spent more money out of my own pocket than any other individual, including, I think, Mike Flynn. Um, uh, Don McGahn, the White House counsel, and Reince Priebus. Um, so I was a, I was a, saw this firsthand. Uh, as you noticed, it shouldn't be lost. You know, I've never talked about the Durham investigation. I thought it was a clown show from the beginning. I'll just give you my two cents. All this hype on it, etc. And, and and it was obvious. It, it's important for today because it's obvious the administrative state was coming after with what Project uh, Crossfire Hurricane or Operation Crossfire Hurricane was clearly coming after President Trump and all these lies about Russian uh, you know, interference, all that, complete total lies. But it's important for today, Durham's weakness, 
and what he failed to pursue. Another Bill Barr, these are these rhinos, what they failed to pursue, pursue is instructive for today. Because remember, please remember this as member of the War Room Posse. The biggest revelations we have, and this is signal, not noise, on the Biden situation is not simply the $10 million. We're going to find much more they took from the Chinese Communist Party. As we outlined in August and September of 2020, or when the laptop from hell broke. The key thing to remember is that the administrative state has known this about the Biden family since 2015 or before. We know it's 2015 at a minimum because they've seen the SARS report. The administrative state is the Praetorian Guard of a selected elite uniparty to rule over you. We, we, we've lost democracy, right? What we're fighting for is to, is to, to, to save our republic. And it is, a, it is a, 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 a fight to the knife. And, you know, one side's going to win, one side's going to You can't compromise. I want to bring in Mike Davis. I always think of uh, Mike when we've got tough, knotty problems about the administrative state. One thing, Mike, is the Supreme Court's put these guys on notice. I mean, the Chevron. So just to step back and make sure people understand the battle or the battle space here. The President Trump has already said the number one enemy of the American people, the number one enemy of the United States of America is the Leviathan we call the administrative state and their Praetorian Guard called the deep state. They're more radicalized national security and law enforcement apparatus. President Trump has said that. You saw the polling today. President Trump's coming, roaring back. I think he's up two or three points from the, the joke defamation trial in quote-unquote trial in New York. President Trump has said that. He's put him on notice. The Supreme Court's put him on notice. Not just the West Virginia decision, West Virginia versus EPA, but now actually going to go back and look at, I think, was the Chevron exemption. So the Supreme Court, and this is why they're coming after the Supreme Court. In fact, if we pull it uh, later, I'm not going to have time to do it now, Mike, but they had last night um, Markey on on MSNBC all night talking about his bill. It's a bill today to expand the Supreme Court because what they're doing is they're fighting the legitimacy of the court. Mike Davis, put the put the give us give us your observations on Durham, the report, the process, why nobody's prosecuted, and how that informs us on our fight today in 2023, sir. The John Durham report is devastating for the FBI. It evidences that the FBI actively worked with Hillary Clinton's campaign, President Obama. Vice President Biden and the CIA and others to throw the 2016 presidential election to Hillary Clinton. They made up the Russian collusion hoax. They made up the crossfire hurricane investigation to, to essentially accuse, accuse then presidential candidate Donald Trump of treason with Russia. It was completely made up. And it was they made this up to cover up the facts that Hillary Clinton, as Secretary of State, got caught with an illegal home server that was almost certainly hacked by our foreign enemies, <laughs> our, our most sensitive secrets. We also They were also covering up the fact that the Clinton Foundation, while Cl- Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State, was in pay-for-play schemes with, with foreign entities. They, there was clear corruption of the Clintons, so they made up this crossfire hurricane investigation to go after Trump. The bad actors 
are fired FBI Director James Comey, fired FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe, fired senior counterintelligence official Peter Strzok, but there were many, many others who went along with this. They need to be fired from their jobs. Uh, and it wasn't just the 2016 election interference. They tried to do this again in 2020, as you said, Steve. They've had SARS reports, sus suspicious activity reports on the Biden crime family going back to 2015. They had the Hunter Biden laptop. They've known for many, many years at the FBI that the Bidens are corrupted. They've known that Vice President Biden took a foreign bribe and changed American policy uh, when, when he was in office. There is clear evidence of corruption. The FBI is slow walking and burying these investigations. Okay, okay, these but, investigations. But I, I, want, I want to make sure people understand the timeline. These SARS reports are from 2015 to 2016 when he was still vice president. Um, then Ray and Barr and these guys, when they get in there, they understand all this is going on because you do that in the change of command in the relief. They then get the laptop from hell in December of 2019, understanding that you spend five minutes in there with a trained eye like mine. You understand immediately they're in business with the Chinese Communist Party and taking massive amounts of money and cutting deals left and right with the capital markets allocation apparatus for one belt, one road. It's very evident. How can, how can Chris Ray and Bill Barr and these guys, understanding they have that, how can they not inform the president of the United States? How can they not get the system going? To, to, and how, how does Treasury, because all this stuff's interconnected. They know about it. How can that not happen? The, the, I, my point I'm trying to make is that the administrative state, President Trump may be right. The administrative state is the number one enemy of the American people. It's quite obvious now you have a Praetorian Guard like in uh, Imperial Rome that will basically form a, you know, around a phalanx and protect the uniparty elite, Mike Davis. You're, you're absolutely right. You have this fourth, fourth branch of government, the administrative state along, like, like you said, the worst element of it, the deep state, the CIA, the FBI, the intel agencies. And they don't think that they are politically accountable to the, to the American people through our elected representatives in Congress and our elected president of the United States. They think they are an entity onto themselves. They think they are untouchable. They actually think that they control the political branches, that they, they control the American people. And frankly, they do. They've shown this over and over and over and over. And until I don't think the political branches have the backbone or the brains to, to fix this. I think this has to be fixed through the federal courts and they need to step up immediately. For the first 150 years of our republic, the federal, federal judiciary understood its modest but critical role was to pr protect the American people from federal government overreach. We escaped federal government overreach when we started the American revolution, our revolutionary concept of our American republic. That, that was to escape British tyranny, whether it was religious persecution or other tyranny. We've, we've always been very fearful of a powerful central federal government. We've always had divided federal government. It had li limited power. We loaned the federal government limited power, enumer uh, specific, enumerated, and separated powers. Powers separated where Congress has legislative power, the president has executive power, and the federal judiciary has the power to interpret and apply the law. And over the last 90 years, we've lost that. The, the switch in time that saved nine when FDR threatened to pack the court, we have lost that. We have, we have the federal government 
consolidating all this power it's not supposed to have. And then the, the this fourth branch of government, the administrative state, has consolidated all three of those federal powers, the executive power, the judicial power, and the legislative power into these unelected, unaccountable federal bureaucrats at the FBI, at the CDC, and the, at the CIA, and the other intel agencies throughout the federal government. It's out of control Again, the only way we're going to stop this is when the Supreme Court strikes okay. this down as unconstitutional. Hang on, because I'm gonna get to that. And I, I would, I need to hold you through the break because I got to play Marky on the cold open about the packing of the courts. Given that, let's assume for purposes of this discussion, Brother Davis, I agree with you. Tell me then. That is why, and people come to me all the time, Steve. Why don't you spend more time in Durham? Why don't you do this? Durham had the, correct me if I'm wrong, brother, but that's the epic failure of Durham. That shows you, when you say the courts, there's got to be some kind of driver prosecuting, there's got to be a prosecutorial attitude in the courts. The courts aren't going to sit there and just, like gods, deem this to be true. You have to bring cases before them. Isn't this the epic failure? Am I missing it? I'm not a lawyer, but isn't this the epic failure of Durham, sir? Well, I don't know how you didn't find this sooner. I mean, I I I, I guess that the the deep state, uh, you know, may not be cooperative. But John Durham said in his report, he said that you know the Justice Department fully cooperated. And so if the if the Justice Department fully cooperated, how did they not find this sooner? How did they not find this before the statute of limitations? How were there not crimes charged here? This is this is just brazen <laughs> brazen weaponization. Of our FBI, that's our my CIA. point. Where the where 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 are the charges? Where where are the charges? He had all access. He had an unlimited budget. He spent six million dollars. He's quote unquote had bars backing. He had four years. Where's the beef? I understand. Yes, the predicate he lays out is absolutely devastating to the FBI, but they don't care. You just heard. That's why I played Jake Tapper, who actually said it's devastating in his thirty-second open, and then CNN the whole rest of the night just carpet bombs what Morning Joe says. That's the narrative. There was nothing, but the the problem is, I tell you what, Mike. Hang on. Let's 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 take a commercial break. I, I've got Dr. Carol Swain here also on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, Mark Mitchell with some amazing polling on the invasion of the southern border. We've got Ben Burkwam, I think somewhere between Yuma and uh, in, in California. We're going to get to Ben, maybe Todd Bensman. Alex Jones, possibly. Uh, James O'Keefe, potentially. You know, we're jammed today. I think, if not, we're going to have a pretty good conversation about the debt ceiling and all of it. Plus AI hearing, MTG, we're jammed on a Tuesday in the war room. President Trump recently issued a warning from his home at Mar-a-Lago. And I want to quote this. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be the greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. He did that in the interview that I had with him a couple of weeks ago at his home. Now, there are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, in our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there's one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. That would be gold. Gold has been a hedge against chaos from time immemorial. And you can own it 
in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Let me repeat that. Birch Gold professionals will hold your hand through this entire process. Now think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. It always has been. How much more time does the dollar actually have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text Bannon to 989898. Get your free info kit on gold. Text again, Bannon, to 989898. Remember, the best part is you don't pay a penny out of pocket to get this information and start the process. Do it today. Take action. Senator Durbin is doing an excellent job. Uh, with the majority, which he has, knowing that uh, Senator Einstein has been away. Uh, and I think he is putting together a very good strategy uh, that is building the chorus towards a code of ethics being adopted by the Supreme Court or ultimately having the United States um, House and Senate have to do it for them. Uh, so I think Dick Durbin's doing a very good job, and as each day goes you, by, you s- as each new atrocity uh, emanates from this Supreme Court, uh, I think that there's going to be a consensus that and yet, action Senator, has to be taken. And yet, Senator, Dick Durbin has not called for Thomas to resign, as you have, has not called for Thomas to testify, and recently he said history will judge the Roberts Court. It's not history's job to judge, it's Senate Democrats' job to hold the Supreme Court accountable. Well, it's why I'm introducing um, tomorrow with uh, Congressman Hank Johnson, with 60 House members, with senators, uh, the Judiciary Act of 2023 to expand the Supreme Court. We need to take action. We need to repeal the filibuster. We need to expand the Supreme Court. Uh, We have to deal with this constitutional crisis that has been uh, created by the Republican usurpation uh, of uh, the uh, Supreme Court. And uh, and that's going to be the challenge of this time. And we can't agonize. We have to organize. And I do believe that the momentum is... Please, please, please understand that this is another massive fight. I want to make sure the war in posse... I understand we got debt, we got the invasion, we got the country's finances, you got the wars. There's a lot on your shoulder. You got to have another stone put into your, into what you're carrying. Um, and that is this massive fight over the courts. And the reason is because Trump won and Trump put in conservative judges and, and Trump put in conservative justices. And the tip of the spear of that was a fighter named Mike Davis. And the reason we have Gorsuch and the reason we have Kavanaugh is a lot of people worked on it and did an amazing job, but Mike Davis was in the breach and would not would not back off. Mike, you see what they're doing here. This is what the whole Thomas thing is. They're trying to trash. You know, they always revered the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court was above everything, right? In fact, I used to tell Levin and these guys, I, I don't know how we got into this kind of judicial supremacy thing, but, hey, that's the way the, the system works. Now it's the exact, exact opposite. The Supreme Court's terrible. It's, it's compromised. It's illegitimate. You heard this right there. And they've got a bill coming up to expand the Supreme Court. Tell me, and, and at the same time, the court is saying, okay, suck on this. We're coming after the administrative state. That's what the Chevron thing. I told Mike as soon as I saw that, I go, oh, boy, 
here we go. <laughs> this is a this is a throwdown among, and this is power. This is power. Just like this, the the, the negotiation day on debt, money and power. This is what the imperial capital specializes in, Mike Davis. And like we said, Steve, for the first 150 years of our republic, the federal judiciary understood its role was to interpret and apply the law to keep the federal government in check, to protect Americans from the federal government. We uh, nearly 90 years ago, FDR threatened to pack the Supreme Court because the, the Supreme Court was correctly striking down FDR's very popular New Deal programs because these programs were not authorized by the U.S. Constitution, our loan agreement between we the people and our federal government. And so what did FDR do? He threatened to pack the Supreme Court from nine justices to 15 justices to rubber stamp his political agenda. And his court packing threat worked because the Supreme Court uh, reversed its jurisprudence on the Commerce Clause and essentially held that the federal government has all power unless the Constitution says that the federal government does not. Essentially, the, the court flipped the Constitution on its head, turned it from a shield to protect us from the federal government to a sword that the federal government uses to come after us. And so for 90 years, we've seen judicial supremacy. We've seen the federal government uh, take all this power, the administrative state, the deep state, take all this power and they've used it. They've weaponized it against the American people. It's on full display right now with the Durham report. The Supreme Court, this new constitutionalist majority on the Supreme Court, the first one in 90 years, thank you to President Trump for appointing Justices Gorsuch, Kavanaugh and Barrett and transform the five to four left of center court to the five to four Clarence Thomas court is on the cusp of rolling back federal power, whether it's the EPA case, whether it's the Chevron case, the Chevron case was from 40 years ago. Essentially, the federal judiciary told lower court, the Supreme Court told lower court judges to defer to these executive branch agencies on their own interpretation of their own power, which is absolutely crazy. And of course, these executive branch agencies said, hmm, we're looking at this authorizing statute. We think we have more power. And that's what they did over and over and over and over. That's called Chevron deference. The Supreme Court is going to get rid of Chevron deference before the 2024 election. And that's why you're seeing these attacks, yeah. this organized attack by the Democrats we on the Supreme Court. The Chevron deference, get your number two pencil out, put that in the notebook. Okay, another piece of nomenclature and get into this. But this is a full-out war now against the administrative state. And ladies and gentlemen, it's going to get plenty ugly, trust me. This is going to get ugly because this is about the Leviathan. This Leviathan that the left set it up brainly because it's impervious to elections. And it has its own it has its own judiciary. It has its own legislative with the regulations. It has its own enforcement. That's why you got... IRS agents that look like SWAT team members, EPA guys look like SWAT team members. This is they're coming after the administrative state. We're coming after it big in the deep state aspect of it. Um, Davis, you're built for a time like this. How do people follow you uh, and how do they get to your site uh, in particular if they want to support you? Because you're doing God's work, sir. I appreciate that. People can go and donate if they want to. Article three project dot org. Article number three project.org. We're a mean and lean organization, and we can certainly use the support. It's at Article 3 Project, at Article Number 3 Project on Getter, Twitter, Truth. And my personal is at M-R-D-D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A on Getter, Twitter, Truth. And thank you, Steve.
Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. I want to bring in another fighter and bring in Dr. Carol Swain. Dr. Swain, diversity, equity, and inclusion. People are fighting back. Explain what the problem is and where are people fighting back and how can they get engaged, ma'am? Well, they're certainly making progress in higher education. Uh, Florida yesterday, Governor DeSantis signed legislation that would ban DEI in colleges and universities that are public. And Texas has a bill, Senate Bill 17, that's uh, in the House now that would also do something quite similar. And these bills are important because colleges and universities have gone to an extreme where they were requiring new um, faculty members and administrators to sign ideological statements where they were um, they had to swear their allegiance to the universities, marginalized groups, and they would have to say in these statements before they were hired or to be retained what they would do to advance the cause. The problem with the cause is that it is discriminatory. The DEI programs that are so aggressive across America right now violate the U.S. Civil Rights Act because it involves discrimination often against um, white Americans, uh, heterosexual, males and females, and um, other groups that are not protected. And at these colleges and universities, people you know, are forced sometimes to participate in LGBTQ uh, activities. Dr. Swain, isn't this neo-Marxism? Isn't this Mao's yes. cultural revolution? I mean, what this sets up is a series of, this sets up the Red Guard to have struggle sessions against folks like yourselves and other, not just conservatives. I mean, people just middle of the road centrists or even liberals. This is, is this, this is a fancy title for basically cultural Marxism. It is, but you know something, uh, a lot of people don't realize that it's sort of like affirmative action, which was a deviation from the civil rights act turned on its head upside down, aggressive in a way that many of us never imagined would take place because it pushes for segregation, and it does discriminate against certain groups in favor of other groups, and it silences speech. And the Supreme Court has ruled that compelled speech is a violation of the First Amendment. The universities are doing all of this. And Florida, the governor just signed a bill yesterday. Texas is very close to passing a bill that would ban this at public colleges and universities. And hopefully when the U.S. Supreme Court rules uh, later this uh, spring on the affirmative action cases that they will rule in a way that it will have implications for DEI programs because uh, they are violations of the Civil Rights Act and the Equal Protection Clause of the Constitution. Are you are you comfortable with what Governor DeSantis signed in the legislation in Florida? Because MSNBC, Joanne Reed, all night long, they're saying Governor DeSantis is a racist that there's nothing but a bunch of crackers in the Florida Assembly. Do you agree with that, ma'am, or you, do, do you support this bill? I've not read the Florida bill. I'm very familiar with the Texas bill because I testified for that one. But if it bans DEI programs at colleges and universities, I'm very comfortable with it. Because there are millions, if not billions, of dollars that are being set, uh, that are being uh, spent on programs and diversity offices and sensitivity training 
that money could be used for recruitment. It could be used for remedial uh, programs to bring in undeserved populations, underserved, I'm sorry, underserved populations of all races. It could really open up doors of opportunities to persons in those states and across the nation if we did not invest in the programs and the elites when we could be investing in the people. Dr. Swain, can you hang on for one second? I just want to hold you through the break. We have Mark Mitchell here with some amazing uh, polling from Rasmus and Dr. Peter Navarro talking about the debt ceiling negotiations and the G7. Is Biden going to leave now? He's made the debt ceiling. And by the way, there's no real negotiations going on. This is all nonsense. You're having Republican senators coming out today say they're, oh, it's time for us to fold. We're not going to fold. The creditors committee has deemed that this is the least acceptable deal that we could possibly take. In fact, we should be adding things onto the deal right now, like removing ourselves from the WHO, the World Health Organization, or backing the, the border security bill immediately. Okay, we're packed this morning wall to wall. Back in a moment, Dr. Carol Swain. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because EnviroCleanse advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com. And use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor, plus fast, free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Your host, Stephen K. Bath. Okay, welcome back. Um, we got a lot, get, a lot to get through. Uh, Dr. Swain, uh, thank you very much. This DEI thing, once again, is another massive thing. And I think Governor DeSantis and the team in Florida uh, are doing a fantastic job on this. And I just hope they even get better and tougher. And I'm 100% supportive of their going after these corporations. Um, and, and this DEI in the universities and in corporations is absolutely sick. And I'm, I heard from yesterday from a confidential source about one of the defense industry contractors and going through their annual thing, they, they made these promotion recommendations, and people came in from the headquarters and said, you guys are missing it. Everything's got to be under the DEI framework. Start over again. And it was quite scary because these are highly technical jobs, and they're not being promoted on their technical expertise or their ability to understand these problems. So stand by for some heavy rolls on this unless we, unless we blow this out. And that's why I think DeSantis and these guys in Florida and the team in Texas are doing a great job. Yes, ma'am. Steve, uh, in Texas, they have not uh, passed the bill to be signed by the governor. And so for Texans, 
that are out there in the audience, make sure you contact your senators and your state house members. They need to pass the bill, the stronger bill, and Texas will be a leader, just like Florida, across the nation. I'm sorry, I had to do that Dr. commercial. Dr. Swain, thank you. No, 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 you're good. Hey, you're better than Navarra grabbing the mic. Don't get, don't, back, Dr. Swain, back you right off. Bannon starts going in her airtime. Um, we'll put it up there. Dr. Swain, so always so honored to have you on here. You, I love you because you're such a fighter uh, and brilliant and a fighter. That's a rare combo. Um, ma'am, how do people get to you, your new site, to all your writings? You can go to carolmswain.com or be the people news.com. And I'm on all the social media. And so follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Getter, True Social. My numbers are not really moving on True Social. So see if you can make the move. We'll get everybody on True Social. We'll, we'll get this up today and we'll get it on Getter too. Because last night Thanks. it went over a million and we had a thing. I also, I'm going to tell my team, Dr. Swain, we've got to coordinate. We've got to have you. Somehow we have to hook up to co host the show because that you have be a better, wonderful. you have a smoother style. You have a smoother style of, of dominating than, than Navarra. Navarra's a little too rough about it. You're, you've got a much you got a much smoother style. So, thank you so much. Have a great day. <laughs> you do the same, ma'am. A real warrior, right there, Doctor Carol Swain. Um, Mark Mitchell. I got Mark Mitchell. I got Navarra on deck. So I wasn't trash talking Navarra and, and behind his back. I was doing it to his face. Um, he'll be on in a minute. I'm sure to give me commentary and observations. Mark Mitchell, it's pretty amazing and blow-away polling you've done on the border. Can you walk our audience through it, Mark Mitchell of Rasmussen? Absolutely. The border is Biden's worst issue, and all these numbers are horrible. And it's crazy how just in a few years, it, it used to seem like a couple of years ago, people in America, there was one ideology that watched their news source and believed their own thing. And there was a different ideology that watched their news sources and believed something different. And now it very much seems like there's the corporate legacy media and the government who have one narrative and pretty much everybody else in the country thinks something different. And the border is by far the clearest example of that. Is the current situation with migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border a crisis? 66 percent, two-thirds of likely voters say yes. Only 22 percent say no. That's a three-to-one margin, an incredible spread. And this is, again, a politically divided country where – I mean. Biden and Trump aren't as close as they used to be, but on many issues, the right and left, you know, 50-50. But here, 66 percent to 22 percent. And again, it's not just a Republican thing. The biggest one is independents who now, by a 70 to 17 percent margin, say that the situation at the border is a crisis. That's the biggest number ever for independents. And they've come a long way on another question we asked, which is, is the problem of illegal immigration getting better or worse? Only 12% of the country now says better. 57% says worse. That's about a five to one margin. But among independents, it's now a 12 to one margin. 65% to 5% independents say that the border is getting worse and not better. Uh, Right before we came on, I dug up numbers from back in August. And back then, it was only a six to one margin among independents. So independents have swung in a major way. And of course, Republicans have always thought the situation at the border was a crisis. They're also a 12 to 1 margin right now, 80 percent to 7 percent. But again, it's fascinating how close independents and Republicans are now polling on some of these really big hot button issues. But of course, the Democrat numbers are newsmakers also. 29 percent 
of Democrats say the situation is getting worse and only 21 percent say better. Uh, so Democrats are roughly split to thinking more that the situation is getting worse. And a plurality of Democrats, 46 percent to 38 percent, say the situation at the border is a crisis. Uh, I, those are really bad numbers. And I'll tell you what, something else that happened in the last uh, week or so. We've gotten a lot of flack over the last couple months because we've been dragging Biden's approval up. And I think I have some reasons for that. Part of that is that we're still polling likely voters, whereas pretty much nobody else is at this point in the cycle. And another one is we poll Biden approval every day, whereas a lot of pollsters are doing it as part of a big poll they do once a month. And so we let that number drift. We're a lot less focused on benchmarking it to where it was last month. Um, but because of that, we get to see major swings when big things happen in the news cycle. And this border, <laughs> it drove about a six point, like in a two night, six point crash in Biden approval. So people don't like the idea of tens of thousands of human beings illegally pouring across the border in what looks like an invasion if you look at the pictures. Um, real quickly, you t talk about because even if you watch the mainstream coverage, they do as little about the invasion as possible, and they play they they play the empathy empathy card for people who now realize they aspire for a better life, but that's not what the asylum system's for. And quite frankly, if you're going to do that, you've got to get into line on immigration, and it'll be highly unlikely a lot of these people will get in. Um, and that's why they're that's why they're invading, and that's why they're screaming across, and that's why Biden is letting them in and exacerbating this. How do you think people – how do you think the, – these numbers are blowout. When you have two-thirds and one-third on any topic in the country, that is like full stop. It's almost like the transgender ideology. H how, how do you think people are getting this information? Do you have any aspect? Because these numbers just build over time. How do, you, do you have any idea about that? I think a lot of the pictures probably got out on alternative media about the recent border situation. I think that Title 42 was in the news, even on left or leaning news sites. Um, but I don't think a lot of the, our respondents to the poll are breathlessly watching the news every second. Uh, I think they look around them. I think they develop a narrative and form a judgment on what's happening. And the, the border, illegal, illegal immigration, is by far Biden's worst issue on, when it comes time to rate the president on the issues. It's his lowest numbers. Then people know that the Biden administration is very soft on illegal immigration. And we essentially have a manufactured border crisis. We had a question back in January. Do you agree or disagree with this statement? There's a crisis at the border, quote, because the Biden administration has refused to enforce immigration laws and finish the border wall. 62% of voters agreed with that. 50% strongly disagreed. And only 34% disagreed. So, I mean, they know. And, and it's on topic after topic, like you mentioned. The FBI weaponization is another one where the numbers are just like right there in the strike zone. So, I mean, they didn't need to see the Durham report to come out to know that the FBI was weaponized. Yeah. This is back in March. The FBI has become politically weaponized starting from the top in Washington. 64% of likely voters agreed with that statement, including 50%, half of Democrats. I mean, look, that's astounding. 61% of independents, 80% of Republicans. I don't think it matters. Mark, how do people get system. to YouTube? Um, yeah, how, how do people get to you on, on, on your YouTube and all of it? 
Well, I think I'm going to ask people to go to Rumble today and subscribe. And I'll tell you what, early this morning, we got our first warning from YouTube and another content removal. And it was the interview that Natalie Winters did, which I think was very important. I won't get into it now because I want to post this on YouTube, but it's about how people are very concerned about vaccine safety, let's just say. Follow us at Rasmussen underscore poll on Twitter and please check us out on Rumble. That shows you why we got to crush these big tech oligarchs right there. They put up an interview, boom. Next thing you know, they're on they're on watch. Uh, yeah, Mark it's Mitchell, just amazing opinion. work over Rasmussen. Yeah, no, Thanks. they don't they don't want public opinion. This is the apparatus. Thanks, brother. Yep. Peter Navarre, I, I I want to talk debt ceiling and economics in G seven, but I got to ask you: you were President Trump's right hand on basically sorting this mess out and using tariffs. As in my interview or my conversation with President Trump, he used every tool in the toolbox to secure the southern border. What are your thoughts, what you've seen the last couple of days, but more importantly about this blow-away number? When you have independents 70 yeah. to 17, uh, understanding there's an invasion of the southern border being <laughs> exacerbated, managed, and brought about by this illegitimate regime at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, sir. Steve, we, we talked about this last week. I think this this puts an exclamation point on the schism between Wall Street and Main Street. Um, as I explained last week, the, the concentrated benefits to a small group of special interests that are primarily corporates who want cheap labor and the Wall Street people who help finance all that corporate activity are the ones who also fund our congressional campaigns, a lot of the presidential candidates. And so we get a policy where the, the costs are so diffuse um, in, in ordinary times where these illegals come in a steady stream rather than a wave, that it takes an event like now to bring home the fact that, that you, Steve, I think you coined the phrase, every town's a border town right now in America. So that's what the polling uh, tells me. I'm also heartened by the American people understanding um, my dilemma, your dilemma, where where a vast majority of the American people across party lines now understand that the FBI is a failed institution that is a weaponized partisan institution. So on, on those counts, it's, I think this is, this is really good news for Donald Trump. He's, he's going to be the one who gets us back on track. But what it says is that the heart of America right now is the heart of MAGA. And MAGA is the heart of America because this is what MAGA stands for. It's secure borders. It's it's strong manufacturing here and end endless wars. And yeah, by the way, uh, a government system of justice uh, that uh, is is not blind in the sense that it delivers uh, justice to all. Um. We'll have you on later in the week. I want to talk about this issue because you've been one of the people that the deep state, the administration state, is trying to persecute. But yeah. I got limited time. And I want to hold you through because I know you're busy. Um, in this entire thing, is it's about what are you going to do about it and how are you going to choke this down? And clearly, the appropriations process is part of it. This debt ceiling debate is all part of this about choking back the administrative state. Yes. The Biden regime put up a six point eight trillion dollar with a $6.8 trillion budget because they want woke and weaponized throughout the government, right? We know there hasn't been any, we know there hasn't been any uh, 
any serious negotiation. They've had their Office of Legal Counsel, <clears throat> and they've been leaking, oh, we're going to do some better things on permitting or address some of the energy stuff they're talking about, but they got to back off these cuts. Give me 30 seconds. Should Biden get on a plane and go to the G7, or should he stay here and negotiate since he just sent a letter that saying 1 June is the deadline? Dr. Peter Navarro. I think you and I have a different view on that. Biden doesn't want to get on that plane. Nobody wants to put him on the plane because he's too old and feeble. I've been on those trips. Um, it takes a younger man or a man with the Constitution of Donald Trump to do it. It's a, a few days, and it's important for the United States to show their face there. And you can negotiate on Air Force One going back. But the, the big issue, Steve, is what they're going to talk about. Let's maybe we can return on the break. Okay, take a, take a short break. Dr. Dr. P- Dr. Peter Navarro, we're in the heat of this uh, debt ceiling negotiation. Dr. Navarro will give us the answer in a moment in the war room. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Friends, it's hard to trust anything anymore. Our most important institutions are being systematically destroyed. Are you prepared for things to get worse? Because true freedom comes from self-reliance. And that means having emergency food on hand. Invest your food foundation with three-month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. That's a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. These kits provide over 2,000 calories per day for energy during tough times. Get breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. The food's delicious. Your whole family will love it. Order yours today and receive a free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279 as a bonus. Let me repeat that. You order today. You get a free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279 as a bonus. With this offer, you're securing food and purified water for the next crisis. Your three-month kit and free Alexa Pure Pro are all shipped to your doorstep in discreet boxes with free shipping included. Don't let this emergency food offer from My Patriot Supply pass. Action today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Get your order in and your free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Trump versus DeSantis on taxes. In Congress, Ron DeSantis pushed a 23% national sales tax, where the middle class pays more. 90% of families would get a tax hike if DeSantis replaced the current system. President Trump cut taxes a lot, lowering tax rates for everyone. Trump cut taxes. DeSantis tried to raise them. Ron DeSantis, wrong on tax hikes, just not ready. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Oh, uh, Dr. Peter Navarro remembers the, the Paul Ryan fiasco on the uh, on was the border variance tax or whatever, the national sales tax. What a fiasco. What a fiasco. 
Thank God we put that one to bed. A massively just, regressive just, tax. But anyway. Just just talking huh? quickly about it. I mean, Ryan set us up. He promised the boss that he could deliver as House Speaker a tax bill. So he and Ryan's Priebus, who was then chief of staff, talk the boss into front loading that instead of doing the border stuff and the trade stuff. And it, it was a friggin' fiasco. And then they roped us into trying to repeal Obamacare before doing the trade stuff and the border stuff. And, you know, we lost, uh, we lost that beautiful hundred day window where you could get a lot of stuff done. And that now Paul Ryan's over at Fox news on the board, undermining this country again, uh, by Donald Trump. So screw Paul Ryan, screw Fox news. What they tried to do was shift uh, into a sales tax and get away from a, a tax. They didn't want to tax the wealthy, which I was a, as you yeah, remember, well, I, a big I, advocate I, of. They, they did what they did, what Priebus, and I, I love Ryanson, he came around to your way of thinking. I think he got fired uh, too early because he finally accepted the ban and Navarro kind of view of things in what was pure Trump by the time he got fired. But before that... He didn't want he didn't want anything to do with with tariffs and trade and getting tough on China. These guys. And that's what the problem is today in this 2024 race, Steve. We still got this rhino, never Trump wing of of globalists and and this, that and the other thing um, who want that border open. Steve, they're Republicans who want that border open uh, for the cheap labor. And then the, the other source but, of cheap labor, of course, China, and they, they want to like okay, offshore all I, that I want stuff. You, you got you got four minutes, and I'm gonna. By the way, go to birchgold.com/slash/bannon right now, not just to get the end of the dollar empire, but to yeah. talk to an expert of why the central banks are buying gold with both hands. What you should do, go there now, birchgold.com/slash/bannon. Yeah. I want you got four minutes. I want you to tie together the rhinos because they're you're, they're already making noises. They want us to collapse on the debt ceiling. They want more spending. They want an open border, and they want to play footsie yes. with China. Doctor Peter Navarro. Well, what's troublesome to me is leaking out stuff, trying to kind of do an end run on on the McCarthy view of this as expressed. Uh, by the hardliners like Gates in these negotiations. It's like they're talking about doing these little deals and this, that, and the other thing so they can, everybody can declare a win. Here's the thing. In order for this negotiation to be successful, the first thing you have to do is take every step necessary to restore strategic energy dominance. And the big problem with Biden's green push is that it's the Full Employment Act for, for China uh, to, to produce lithium batteries and parts for electric vehicles and to, and, to, and to do that. So that's that's no good. On a demand pull inflation standpoint, you simply have to reduce the mass of spending if you have any hope um, of reducing inflation at all. And, and then you've got the, the things that I think are hot buttons for the American people, and rightly so, uh, doubling the size of the IRS. I mean, that's friggin' insane. The, beefing up the EPA so they can go out and screw the farmers and ranchers again out west. That's insane. So it's time for a principled position. The bigger catastrophe here, Steve, the bigger catastrophe is not getting a deal that 
is is solving our inflation. Okay, the word catastrophe is what all these spin doctors are putting out. Okay, hang on, every hang on, day hang on, now hang on, the sky hold, hold, is hang falling. on, Anna, the Anna, hang on, hang on, Anna, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm taking the mic. You just sit there. Anna Polina Luna has just yeah. tweeted has just tweeted Biden doesn't have the votes in the Senate to raise a clean debt ceiling. He may be trying to play hardball, but the GOP is not budging on this, not all caps. Do you support that position, Dr. Peter Navarro? Of course. I mean, look, I, of course, this is you have to take a hard line. The reality is it's not a hard line. We're facing a friggin economic crisis with cost push inflation from the failure of strategic energy dominance, demand pull inflation from too much spending. We're going out of control with the Federal Reserve. We're choking off wages. We're choking off our housing sector. This is the time. What I'd love to see is these these congressmen speak a little bit more eloquently and literately about what the stakes are, that it's about inflation and national security. I'm not hearing that because it's not in their wheelhouse. They weren't trained well, to they do have, that. Okay, Too many of them were on. trained to just they pick up taken, the campaign contributions, okay, shake your hand and tell you okay. vote for them. Okay. Real quickly, talk about your Substack, but tell where we can get. By the way, I'm announcing now we're going to make it free for all congressmen. The macro course, the Harvard macro course of Doctor Peter Navarro. Sir. Tell us where to Amen. go to get. Tell us where to go to get that. Tell us where to go to get it in your Substack, brother. Yeah, the Substack is PeterNavarro.substack.com. PeterNavarro.substack.com. It's the hub for everything I'm doing right now on Trump 2024. All the stuff about China I introduced last week. Now I'm going to do a weekly economic and financial market wrap each week, which I think will be very helpful wow. protecting people's Beautiful. 401ks and, and IRAs. Um, and so it's PeterNavar.substack.com. Yeah. And by the way, I, I give it away free, but I'm, I'm using those funds from a legal defense fund. So if you can pay for it. But the, the, the course, right. the macro course, I'm so honored to have the War Room sponsored as their first course. It's a beautiful course. Uh, first course. On and the, co and, uh, the college of the, uh, the Bannon platform. And by the way, you stole the logo from Carol Swain. Look at her picture, by the way. Beautiful <laughs> eagle check it out. and flag okay. at her right flank. And I'm thinking, wow, thank that, you that looks just th like thank the you, War Room. Thank baby. you, Dr. Thank you, Dr. Varo. 90 seconds back in a moment. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. 
Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.